Hello and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast, where we like to discuss all things Championship football and, of course, our beloved Birmingham City. Uh, it's been a tough couple of games <laughs> for Birmingham uh, since we last recorded. Um, we're going to be talking about the difficult decisions that we've had to take at Hull, um, the travesty of Ryan Wood sending off at Coventry. Um, but it's not all bad. It's not all bad. There's been one or two signs uh, that things are turning uh, turning a corner at Blues and things are... are it's not all doom and gloom, shall we say. Um, and of course, there's lots of other things going on in the Championship. There's there been is. there's a sacking that's, well, about to happen or has, has happened today. It's Slavisa Jokanovic uh, leaving Sheffield United. Um, and then there's a bunch of midweek results that we need to get into. Brozen Diaz is at it again. Yes, he is. Um, Derby are somehow, they're still going. even though Derby are moving mad at the bottom of the table. It's, all those uh, points taken off impressive. them and they're still going. Um but before we get into all of that, I should mention it's your hosts here, Joe and Alex. Um, Actually, live together in a room. We are sat in, in a time. room together, um, which is which is a bit weird because it's, it's mad. We normally record. I also like it. to say very quickly, we do normally like to be very consistent, but we didn't do a recording after the whole game. Um, I can't speak for you, Alex, but I was just furious at some of the mm. some of the decisions, and I didn't. We we like this to be a family friendly PG clean uh, episode. Is it possible? Uh, podcast like, which is it's very very difficult. It's, so, when you're supporting a team like Blues, it's really very is. difficult to but, keep um, it family friendly. So, but but you know, uh, and then along with by the time I'd calmed down, we didn't really have the time to to record one. So this is, I mean, it's not going to be that blockbuster. We're not. It's still going to be the same length of time. Yeah. But um, we've got a lot to cover, so we should probably get on with it. Yeah, we'll get straight into things after this intro. Right, let's get straight into it then. Um, I think we should start with Derby. Uh, another remarkable result for them uh, this this uh, game week. They drew 0-0 at Fulham. Uh, and this comes after beating Bournemouth at the weekend. Bournemouth and Fulham, by far the two best teams in the league. Um, but they've taken four points off them. Derby have had a 21-point deduction, but they are somehow... Still finding a way to to fight and to find those those levels of uh, commitment. Uh, it's remarkable, isn't it? It's disgusting, to be honest. <laughs> um, like, you, imagine a team because they'd be nineteenth. Yeah, they would. Without the, uh, they'd be on. They'd be on nine. Uh, they'd, they'd be on, be on 20, 22, twenty-two points. Twenty-two points, which yeah. would be comfortably clear of the relegation zone. Mm. Um, we say that. I mean, we were at Birmingham were on twenty-three, and we are starting to flirt with a relegation battle. But uh, all things considered for Derby, the, the thinness of the squad, the uncertainty, you know, that is hovering above them, they're still plugging away and getting results, even though, I mean, look, they're, they're, they're 16, 16 points yeah. uh, off, off Reading, who is who's at 21st. Also, that's going under the radar, Reading slipping down to 21st. Well, they had a, they had a points deduction of their own, didn't they? It's getting Did a they? bit, it's getting a bit, yeah, yeah, they, they were uh, deducted, yeah, Reading were deducted some points, I uh, can't remember how many, let me have a look. Uh, yeah, six point deduction. Oh, what was that for? Uh, breaking EFL financial rules. Oh well, I, I mean, just—I mean, I'm a very informed host. I, I know that. I, look, I, I don't want to go into the whole EFL. Well, we're going to talk a lot about more about the EFL in the blue section of the pod as well. Yes, we will. But is it to do with the the amount of financial trouble these clubs are in? Um, how much they then get deducted in terms of points? Because Derby have had twenty one points taken off them. Reading have had six. It it must be to do with the degree of I of think well, misspending. So, yeah, there's, so it's not like a 
you know, it's not a yes or no. Like, did you did you do something mm. wrong? It's not yes or no. It's how wrong did you do? Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, that makes sense if you. You know, crimes aren't yes or no, I suppose. The worse I, I get, the worse a crime, that. the longer the sentence. Yeah, right? yeah. But I, I think there does need to be... I think... Obviously, what they're doing, really, is they're trying to, they're trying to put other clubs off doing the same things. Mm. So I'm, we're just seeing it here on the BBC website. So the, the EFL determined that Reading lost uh, close to £60 million. Pounds. Uh, between 2017 and 2021, where the limit is uh, just under 40. Um, I, I don't know what the what Derby done. I imagine it's a similar kind of thing. They just lost a lot more money. Um, so, you know, it, 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 are you getting it up now? So they were docked 12 points originally, then another three, 18 total, somewhere, somewhere. They, they, they lost a lot of points, a lot. And I think they've still got points to be taken off at the start of next season mm, as well. Mm. Um, so they've obviously, I mean, someone's really rubbed the EFL up the wrong way. It just seems uh, so around. much so extreme that, you know, it's, it's such a, a huge amount of points to be taken off a, a club in one season, just the 21 points. At what at what level do we where where do you apportion the blame? I mean, it's the EFL is supposed to help these clubs uh, appoint and, and operate responsibly, um, but the, if it's if it's gone that wrong at Derby, surely there, there, there's something wrong with the process. There's something wrong. Well, with... Well, maybe they need to be reviewed. I mean, there's obviously how long was that Derby owner in for before? Mm. So because there are now supposedly uh, things in place. For uh, for teams to when they when an owner takes over the EFL has to vet them now, Mm-mm. but obviously going back to current owners don't have to be vetted now. And mm. even if they were, you can't go up to someone and kick them out and say you can't own this club anymore because mm. otherwise in, they're left without an owner. That's, that's yeah. even worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, a bad owner is better than no owner. Mm. Well, maybe not fans and stuff. Um, I'm sure Blue certainly fans will probably end up taking over and. Who knows? Um, anyway, all I can say is there'll be a number of teams, certainly Blues included, who are just waiting for our points deduction at this point. Yeah, I mean, while we've fallen foul of the that rule, uh, these financial rules, uh, only a few seasons ago under Gary Monk, you know, it, it just seems to me like it. really the only people that end up suffering due to this is the fans again. It's the fans, if you, it's the fans again. You know, they're, they're the ones that have so little say over... Or who controls our club and who owns the club and who makes these big decisions? Maybe and there should be. The ones that are maybe there should be a fan board at the EFL. You mm. know, like a, a a couple of fans from each group, mm. from each like from each team. That a, a, a decision like this. So the points deduction, for example, would it have not been more sensible to spread it over a number of seasons and said, right, you've done this, but mm-hmm. to give you a chance, we'll deduct you three points this season, mm-hmm. and we'll just, or six points this season, mm-hmm. six points a season after, and six points a season after that. Because mm-hmm. then you've got like a mm-hmm. six-point deduction is more than... If we, yeah. we see it for, for them now. If they had a six-point deduction now, they'd be well, in the middle of the relegation. Yeah. Of the, of the relegation. But they'd be like, I think, well, they'd be on 22, so take... Six or that they'd be on, they'd be yeah, on 16, sixteen points. So yeah. They'd be they'd be twenty first out of mm-hmm. the relegation mm-hmm. zone and in the battle. I think that would maybe. I mean, obviously, we've got absolutely no sway mm. anywhere in football, including at Blues. Mm. Um, but for me, that would seem it's obviously a very thin idea that would need a lot of talking about, a lot of bureaucracy to go through. But it, it just seems more sensible to me because at the end of the day, if football is meant to be for the fans, which it supposedly is meant to be. 
Shouldn't they do something about that then? Shouldn't they make yep. it more about the fans? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's a real mess, but it's it, it's good in a way that there are some measures being taken. But <laughs> you can't help but feel sorry for Derby on on one point now. Um, showing remarkable fight though after a couple of really really good results. Can we um, just say though, because I'm going to pin the EFL thing here now, because okay. we've got a lot more to talk about on the EFL in the blue section. So we'll mm. we'll get on to some games now. Yeah. And we wanted to start with Derby, draw into Fulham. Yep. Uh, which was, you know, by all accounts, somewhat of a somewhat of a boring nil nil, but that suits Derby, doesn't it? It well, it absolutely does. I mean, it's a place that <laughs> there are not many teams that will go to Craven Cottage this season and, and get even a point out of the game. So. For, for this Derby side that most people have written off, I mean, you look at the table, one point, they're going down. But performances like this, that defiance, well, I think the, the players are covering themselves in glory and, and clearly Wayne Rooney has well, got them motivated. Yeah, absolutely, really? that's absolutely, yeah, and I think point. that's what we discussed uh, in, on our last podcast, actually. We talked about this as being an opportunity, really, for these Derby players and the manager, if you want to be slightly cynical, um, to put themselves in the shot window, to put on a performance and show what they can what they can do. A lot of these older players that they've had to recruit, well, they're on one-year deals. Be, so. There'll certainly be some some clubs looking at Rain Rooney right now. You think, obviously, Sheffield United have just let Yukanovic go, yeah. <laughs> um, which we'll come on to probably very shortly. Um you know, someone like Wayne Rooney doing the job he's doing at a club with the resources of Derby. Mm, yeah. Imagine if he did have the resources of uh, uh, of a Sheffield United who do have good. They showed it in the transfer market. They've got good, uh, good. They've got a good backing. They've they've got good owners. Sheffield United, by all accounts. Mm, mm. Um, but should we go on to Sheffield United now? Then let's go for it. Um, so they first of all, obviously, the big news: uh, Slavisa Jukanovic. Sacked and uh, Paul Heckingbottom, what a name! It's great, it's great. As uh, I'm looking forward to saying that week in week out. Well, he'll be sacked in a few months, so. probably. Um, so uh, it's a he's on a four and a half year deal. It's a, it's a long, long time. That's a big contract for Paul Heckingbottom. That is huge. Um, it's it, it's a difficult one at Sheffield United. Coming down to the Championship, is that the full um, article? It's um, it's literally just been announced. Oh, okay. Is it, I mean, less than, less than a, minute. a minute ago it's been um, announced. So they've obviously only just confirmed it. Um, coming down to the Championship um, in the way they did, Chris Wilder had them playing a very specific way that, with these uh, centre-backs roaming forward and, and you know, to, to switch that style and to make the team more solid again. They had a, you know, they had a, well, they went out with a whimper, didn't they, in their second season they in did. the Premier League and they came they down did. and they're on this losing streak and, and that's a difficult, that can be a difficult thing to arrest and uh, to stop. So to come down to the championship, appoint a new manager who's got to implement his own style and try to get that resilience and that fight Who back in the Paul team. Who has Paul Heckingbottom managed before? He's been well. He, he was at Sheffield United, wasn't he? In between Chris Wilder and and Jukanovic, he, he managed. Yeah, them very briefly. But for a few four, months. to give him a four and a half year deal, he must have some experience then, because that's well, a he's, huge he's, risk because the money that they'd have yeah, to pay to get him out. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's been at the club for a while. It, that to me looks like an appointment. Um, they clearly just want to steady the ship. <laughs> are, they go, the are they going back to so they they they're looking at a similar similarly to the appointment of uh, of Deontay Wilder. Deontay. <laughs> uh, of uh, similarly to the appointment of Chris Wilder, um, a few because uh, he was appointed ages ago. Now he was a manager for a long time. He was at Sheffield United. Um, who was he the manager of before then? You know. Who, uh, who are you talking about? Who, so who did uh, Chris Wilder manage before Sheffield United? I don't think he did manage anyone. Well, there we go. So is this a, is this appointment where it's kind of a similar vein of appointment? Through, there is, isn't he? Yeah. So 
I think I feel like maybe maybe that's what they're looking at, thinking about. Look, it worked last time. Let's let's just try it again. Roll the a bit of a roll of the dice, because mm. um, Sheffield aren't in too much danger of going down. I say that um, because I don't actually know where they are in the table. They're they're, they're near they're near Blues. I don't I know think, how. Yeah, they're, they're on the same. They're, they're on the same points as Blues. In I, fact, they're on exactly the same as Blues. The same goal difference. I think. Their, their priority will clearly be to stay in the league. Um, I, I don't think it will. I think their priority will be to, to, to push up the table. I think they've got more ambition than that. Well, I did, but Paul Heckingbottom doesn't strike me as that kind of manager. I have to be honest. Sheffield United don't strike me as the kind of club that just want to say, sit here and... Because no. if they were, they would have just... Surely they would have just stuck. Because mm. Ikanovic was doing an okay enough job to stay in the league. Yeah. So if, they, if their goal at this point in the season was just to stay in the league, they would have stuck with Ikanovic. Well, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, do we? And I, I think for a four-and-a-half-year four deal being given Massive. to a manager of Paul Heckenbottom's... I mean, he's... he's no, I think it would be to push up the table. I don't think I think, well, I don't yeah. think they'll be unrealistic and say, we need to get promoted this season or you're sacked. Mm. But I think they'll say, look, you need to you need to prove a point to the fans mm. and to yourself and to us that, that you know, you, they. I reckon they'll be very disappointed if they don't get top half of the table, 12 or above. Yeah, I can see that, and, and most clubs. There are only two points off it. Most clubs have ambition in this league to be, get top six. You know, most of the clubs in the table. I think, yeah, you can go down think, to. Think they I mean, have a chance. Obviously, Reading are in twenty first because of the points deduction. Mm. But you can go, you know, from I think from Bristol City upwards, mm. really, and Cardiff can be roped into that from certainly before the season started. Certainly, according to your predictions, um, that they they would certainly be thinking about top six. But there'll be teams up there that. Maybe at the start of the season wouldn't have been thinking about top six. Blackpool and Coventry, mm. um, maybe well, maybe internally, but I don't think it would have been an expectation from the fans mm. um, to get top six. But it certainly is now. Mm. For certainly for Coventry it is. Um, of course, we'll come onto the Coventry game in the Blues section. Mm. We certainly will. We certainly will. Big big changes at Sheffield. Talk, I want to talk about Stoke. Let's talk about mind. Stoke. Let's go for it. Um, so obviously they lost to Bristol City. Um, in case you couldn't tell, we we're doing this completely unprepared. We've just we've literally got the computer up with the some of the results up. Um, so Stoke City were wasteful, according to uh, match reports up and down the land. Uh, and Bristol City capitalised on that, didn't they? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's really, really a fantastic result, you have to say, for Bristol City. It is. Moves um, <laughs> them up into 18th uh, on 23 points, pulling them away from, from that the relegation. So there are four teams on 23 Battle. points now. Yeah. Um, Bristol, Birmingham... Sheffield United and Middlesbrough. You really feel like it's this is like almost like a crucial juncture for those teams there now because it's, they could very easily get sucked into a relegation battle or they could kick on and, and really I, I, start I, I to think about. I feel, I feel, I feel it's that all the way up to Nottingham Forest. Yeah, yeah. Um, all because I think Luton. I think that top half of the table, twenty five points, is a Where bit Luton much. Is. Mm. Ten points is mm. is a bit much for to be sucked into a relegation battle now. Mm-mm. It could happen, oh, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. it, it would take a, a chain of catastrophic events. For that to happen, but from Nottingham Forest down, um, it would be. It, it seems like the next few games, because there's no international break till March now, mm. so it is. It is. It is flat out. Thank God. Between. Oh, I hate I, it. I don't like international break. I know you don't. <laughs> I just don't. But no, I just don't get why. Why is it that this is complete sidetrack? This is. This is absolutely ruined the but, sounds. But, but 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 what is the point in England playing San Marino and Albert? What is the point? Stat padding for it's like, just for, pointless. Like, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. England's all, he's going to become all, England's all-time goal, goal scorer. But most of the goals are against bloody. Sam 
San Marino. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? It's like not a, interesting. <laughs> I read a thing the other day, actually. Like Cristiano Ronaldo scored like 120 goals or whatever for, for his nation. But 88 of them have been in friendlies. I mean, like in like in like games, in like crap games, like friendlies and like like qualifiers that are like one side, like San Marino or like against like. I know we're getting sidetracked, but for God's sake, there's something's got to change with these international breaks. Anyway, there could probably be like a a shake-up. Maybe there's something for us to talk about in the next international break in in months to come. When we're bored, how to how to restructure? Yeah, but um, but for Blues, there's not many players that go away on international breaks. It's all right. No, no, and actually, next international break, if it is in March, that means Riley McGree will no longer be a Birmingham City player. Well, he could. Well, we don't know that we're not going to try. <laughs> he's going. If he's going to go, we've got zero creativity, like none, <laughs> like zero. Like he, he is the creative midfielder. We can, uh, we can, <laughs> we can speculate in the Blues section, can't we? We but, can. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's a, a great result for Bristol City to beat Stoke City. We're getting very sidetracked today. We are getting very sidetracked today. That's probably uh, due to the alcohol that's still in our system from last yeah, night. Yeah, we, so we had a good night last night. The, there was an offspring gig in, in Birmingham at the Resorts World Arena near cool. the airport. Yeah. A fantastic night. Yeah, man. Um, I mean... We just didn't watch any of the games as well, which is why we were yeah. a bit uninformed. Yeah, exactly. But um, remarkable that Stoke are in sixth. They're, yeah, they're they've s- stayed up there. And you were saying before there. we started recording, <laughs> uh, I want you to say it again. I just don't get it. Some teams just manage to just stay <laughs> where they are in the table. Whereas with Blues, we lose a couple of games and all of a sudden we look like we're going to get relegated. Yeah, that's how it works. But, but how are they staying up there? It doesn't matter. There's something going on. Because they're not in as bad form as you think. No, it's probably true. As well, you know, a couple of a couple of results here and there doesn't necessarily mean that you're in awful form. That's something going um, But uh, I do, I do feel. I mean, Joe Allen got himself sent off in the last, very last seconds of the game. Nice. Um, I, I d- I'm not seeing that, but you know, no, no the standard either. the officiating at the moment. Yeah, it probably, it probably, probably should, it should, it probably should have been, probably should have been a Stoke City goal. You got sent off for something in the build-up or something <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, bring VAR to the championship. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. Uh, it was a disappointing night for Bournemouth as well. Only a draw at Millwall, a good point for the Lions. Mm. Uh, Phobe there that uh, got the second half equaliser. Also denies Bournemouth going top again with Fulham's draw. It, it does, yes, it does. So it's interesting. Look at the goal difference for Fulham. That is awful. That is most. That's Mitrovic in it. Bloody ridiculous. Thirty-three <laughs> goal difference. Uh, no Philip Billing this week. No goal. No uh, no assist. He normally gets a goal or an assist. Check the lineups. Was he playing? Uh, let's have a quick look, shall we? Millwall. That's Millwall. Uh, there you go, that's why. Because he wasn't in the team. Well, he wasn't even on the He wasn't even on the bench. He's, oh, no. No, the, Philip. The championship Yaya Torre is nowhere to be seen. Well, that that goes to show just how important he is to Bournemouth. If he was playing, they would have won that game 6-0. It would have been fun. <laughs> Could you imagine him in the same team as Mitrovic? Like, get some big boys in there. Anyway, I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why a Premier League team d- d- wouldn't look at someone like Philip Billing and try to get him in. I don't know why you wouldn't. He's, why wouldn't you? Have well, you look at a team like uh, I mean, I always say Tottenham because obviously my my roots going back. Um, but I look at a team like Leicester, mm. a team that kind of level, Leicester, Everton, maybe um, team teams of that ilk. Yep. Uh, I think they they would they and he'd start and he'd play mm. a lot. You could do um, a lot worse than Philip Billing. You could do a hell of a lot worse than Philip Billing. I like you talking about a player that didn't even play in this game week. We've been <laughs> on, 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 it's because he's, Philip he's so influential. He is, um, he is. But let's talk about Millwall, because uh, who scored for Millwall? Ben What a man. Uh, against his old club, actually, because yeah, he used to play for, he did for the Cherries, for didn't he? It's interesting with Millwall, that, and then we talked about it... Um, I like him. We talked about it a bit over the... Well, since we started the podcast... 
that they they've started off a bit rocky this season, but they've started to turn these sort of scrappy results into into wins, and they're finding ways to get pick up points against good sides, mm-hmm. and they're just very difficult to play against. It's a classic Rowett thing. We saw it at Blues. Probably the last time we had a proper shout for any sort of playoff push was under him. And look at where they are. 27 points in 10th. They're only four points behind Stoke in 6th. It looks to me like they, they've they've got a shout. The way I would playing. absolutely love Millwall in the Premier League. You'd like them. I would Prem. love Millwall in the Premier League. As a as as someone who is a friend is a is a friend of a lot of West Ham fans. Right. Uh, I would absolutely love it because it would just be it would be carnage. It would be because every single like if West Ham were away, there would be West Ham fans that would specifically go to the Millwall ground just to just just to start trouble. I, I don't know. I'd fear. I'd fear for the safety of. The, I'd fear for the police. <laughs> uh, I really would. I'd fear for the safety of all the tourists but, in Premier League that call most of the Man City fans. God, imagine! <laughs> oh, imagine! Imagine like a tourist Man City fan at Millwall away. Jeez, that would be. I mean, they they die before they even got to the den. Oh, God. Anyway, no, a very very good result for Millwall. Um, and yeah, Bournemouth. They're still uh, in second place. Uh, 41 points they are 8 points ahead of West Brom they are. in third which West is Brom are crap rem- remarkable um, r- sort of all things gap. considered West, West Brom are crap aren't they I, yeah. I think we, we hold them in, well we, we hold them in high esteem because of do. their squad that they've got and the, the quality that, they, that we know they have and they're just not showing it enough and Blackpool don't get me wrong Blackpool have been really good this season we've been singing their praises they've been I think they've been the shock of the championship above over Coventry because mm, mm, um, mm, mm. I hate Coventry, but I think like because Blackpool's, I mean, they had an injury early on to like a key player. I can't remember who it Lavery, was. Yeah, um, yeah. Which and we, I remember us saying on the pod uh, when that happened that that was like that. That's their season. Yeah, you know, nearly done. he's dis- back now. It would disrupt their. Uh, not going to say the M word. It, w- it we <laughs> we haven't said that for a while. Have you put that pound in? No, the I haven't, and I wish I regret bringing it up every time. You, you, I mean, it's always you that brings it up. Anyway. But you know, you look at West Brom's side though, and they should be. That's up, a Premier. That's a Premier League. That's a mid-table. They should be. Team, they should be up there where Bournemouth and Fulham are. They should really. be, but they're not because they're crap. They're a level below, aren't they? They're just. They're just below. And, and don't get me wrong, as you rightfully point out, Blackpool are, are looking really good this season. They've got a very good togetherness. They've got a good way of playing. They, they've adapted to the league really well. But you certainly expect West Brom to be yeah, taking them over. It's quite a snazzy wake though, that for West Brom. Well, the, sort of black grey, check, grey, grey the, the black grey chest. It's almost like a scrum with Croatia away kit, isn't it? I quite like bit? it. I do quite like that, actually. Yeah. I, prefer, I mean, I, I love the colour orange, so I'm really enjoying that. Uh... Oh, talking of orange, on the blue section, we should probably talk about that crap away uh, really third kit that really we just bought. I really don't want to talk about it. actually makes me feel a bit sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to QPR then. Um, QPR. Talking of sick, <laughs> let's move on to QPR. QPR is sick, yeah. Um, Luke Amos, the Tottenham Hotspur graduate uh, who signed for QPR a few years ago sustained an awful injury um, last last season and uh, he, he made his return this season and he scored his first goal since injury in the 81st minute QPR are making a bit of a habit of scoring later goals mm, at times. it's a good habit isn't it it is a great habit to have and um, yeah it was a goal that saw him win 1-0 who was it against you just got away no, against Huddersfield, that's a big, that's a big win. It's a good win. Um, against, yeah, well, promotion rivals at this point. Mm. Um, what do we think? I think uh, I'd really like QPR this season. I think they they started really well, then had a little bit of a wobble, but they've found that form again now. Um, and you're just thinking if they can keep this 
form. Nearly said the the M word there. <laughs> if you keep that going into the Christmas, um, going into the Christmas period. Just say it, mate. I know you want to. Just take, um, just take, just who <laughs> who knows what could happen this season? You're looking at the table, fourth position, thirty two points. It's tight. They're only two points ahead of Blackburn in seventh, but. If you look, looking at the West Brom's just above them by one point, if QPR played West Brom right now, let's say the, these are playoff, the playoffs QPR playoff win. right now, I reckon QPR would beat West Brom. Yeah, they do. If the playoffs were the teams that are in the playoffs right now, I think QPR go up. So West Brom, QPR, Coventry, and Stoke. I think QPR would be the team that goes up. Coventry, mate. <laughs> Where's Barbie, a small Barbie would quite like them to do it just to wind you up. Yeah, but then you wouldn't get the enjoyment. Wait, of, I mean, of the Blues me. fans would get hammered on social media if you know Coventry managed to get back up to the Premier League before us. But it certainly looks like that. That is more likely. Can we stop talking about it? This is <laughs> QPR. Let's be realistic. QPR would be the team to go up. Come on. I think uh, those four teams on current form. QPR. Go you'd up. have to fancy QPR. Not even on current form. I actually think because because we've because West. This is long enough now. Long enough into the season that we can look at West Brom and say there's something not right. The, with the with the team they have, yeah. Obviously, we're talking about a team. They're third in the table. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not awful. Like no. they're not in a bad situation. No, no, no. Things are. It's, it's it's good, but it's you just expect more. You expect, you you? expect them. them to that it's it's not the them. position that's the problem. It's the amount of points that they're on. Mm. You expect them to be on forty right to the thirty-three. That's it. You know, yeah. breathing down the neck for uh, of mm. Bournemouth and Fulham for a game like this week where they both didn't pick up three points for them to leap they into. You know, yeah. that's yeah. that's where you expect them to be. Oh uh, yeah, completely. But I think I think in that. In that top, um, the only team I think, if if Blackburn swapped with Stoke at, at some point, I think Blackburn would be the team that got promoted. Ooh, but with the top six, uh, Diaz. yeah, I love him, but uh, he deserves bit. to be in the Premier League. He does, he does, um, and I think all right, it's only a matter of time before he plays. If Blackburn don't, if Blackburn it? don't go up, mm. I mean, because there are loads of team, like players around, like at Blackburn, Brereton Diaz at QPR. I think there are probably a few, like Elias Chair, probably yeah, will be yeah, picked up by yeah. a Premier League club or should. They've got bloody Burnley or something, won't they? Sean Dyche. No, Burnley. Was, you imagine, oh, Elias Chair under Sean Dyche. Him and Brereton <laughs> Diaz. Could you imagine? <laughs> bloody hell, Sean Dyche. He'd probably still find out. He'd probably make them signings. Uh, because the fans told him, like the fans are getting angry with them not making any good signings, mm. and then they get relegated, and, he, and then he turned around going, "Why? Well, you should let me sign this, the players." This I is want. what you wanted. This is what you this, wanted. This what you. This this was your call. I still can't believe they managed to sign Maxwell Corne at. Um, He's playing brilliantly. Yeah. He was only like ten million pounds. I don't that's, understand that's how that's disgusting. Sort of, those sorts of transfers, I don't really understand. From Leon, like I don't get playing. it. Why, why would he sign for Burnley? What attracted him to Burnley? Leaving Leon for Burnley. As you remember, his like when he was announced the photo shoot, he didn't point to the Burnley badge. He pointed to the Adidas badge nice. on the wrong side of the shirt nice. and he's got a slander for it it's a good before. start it's a good start so uh, like, I think someone uh, like, edited the picture saying uh, happy to sign for instead of at, uh, at Burnley it was at Adidas nice. or whoever, the, whoever makes the kit get a nice brand deal done uh, speaking of Brereton Diaz he had a fun time scoring did. two goals this week against Peterborough United uh, some minimal uh, expect but that's a, I love that kit that uh, away Peterborough kit, Peterborough. kit. black and pink um, I'm a big fan of pink. You see the blues kit I picked out. Didn't you? Yeah, Black I and, did. it's pretty much that kit. It is very similar to that. Four um, 0 win for Blackburn, and they are looking good. Uh, yeah, as we mentioned, oh. just <laughs> behind uh, Stoke, they're in seventh on thirty points, one point behind Stoke in sixth. So they're going up. I think I think Blackburn look, look really good. I think they're going to sneak in. You know? How many times can we say it though? Like we say, it, we've said it so much, so much this season. Black there are teams like Blackburn. And Stoke and ugh, Coventry and QPR—they just look good. They—they they, they just are. We—we we need to stop being surprised at true. this point. Very they, true. They're being good. This is this is the way they're playing. This is what they do. They're professionals. This is what they do. <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
And look, listen, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, but if you hadn't had Borsch, you'd be your uncle. <laughs> We're getting very sidetracked. We're very silly. Need to stop. So, so okay, yep. So, who did they play against? Peterborough. Peterborough lost they to Blackburn. smashed Peterborough. I can't say I'm surprised, though. Peterborough drop into the relegation zone. No, they were already there. Sorry. Uh, they were already there. Um, 15 points. Uh, two points behind Reading. In Imagine Reading going down. I'm sorry. Too many... Alan Halilovic deserves it. For deserves the it. Traitor. Could have stayed Me. and played for Bowie's Abso- Blues. Absolute Judas. Mate, Could he have stayed to be a two from a contract? We did. We, oh. we, they got paid more at Reading, so he's got a bigger contract, so he's off. He could have stayed with his mate Ivan Sunjic, the get-on-Croatian lads. But no. It's very, well, maybe his, maybe on, they hate each other. Maybe he turned his back on Sunjic. Well, maybe. Maybe they do now. I hope, I'd okay. expect Sunich to break his leg. Well, he, should, he should have at least smashed him when, when he <laughs> Smashed him, Jesus. Just smash him. <laughs> I, uh, I think that's. Uh... Not like that, for God's <laughs> sake. I mean, I mean physically, uh, attack him. <laughs> for God's sake. Just GBH on the football pitch. We're moving, we're moving. Forward. Let's move on. Let's move on to Cardiff. Oh, yeah. Cardiff. Uh, uh, Cardiff lost to Hull. Hull, three wins in a row for Hull. Yeah, it's crazy. See, they're in good form. That's why we lost. That's crazy, And the isn't it? EFL... Well, I mean, yeah, that's ridic- that was ridiculous, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah, yeah g- g- another good result for Hull. Um, three wins on a bounce. They're up to 18 points and 19th place uh, in the table. Three points above Peterborough in 22nd. Um, yeah, um, I, I, this it's a very good result because Cardiff had also picked up. Yep. They're in good form, but to go to their place and, and get a get a win... Good stuff for the Tigers. And of course, it means that Cardiff are sort of sucked into that relegation zone. It means they can't sort of pull away. Only three points above uh, the relegation zone. Same amount of points as Hull now. Um, So yeah, well and truly in a relegation battle, it looks like. I uh, still looking at that table. Just feel so sorry for Derby. You got you got Peter, one point. Peterborough on fifteen, Barnsley on eleven, and then Derby just on one. One, which is one. so ridiculous. I kind of hope that they like lose every game for the rest of the season, just so they end on one point. <laughs> <laughs> just one. Their 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 biggest result of the season was getting a draw against Fulham, which actually is a good. That's actually game. a fantastic it's result. Bloody brilliant. That is. Uh, anyway, yes, we're going to move on to our blues section now. So I think we've done enough chatting about yeah, other championship stuff. Uh, so we'll be. Back. We're not really going to talk about the games, by the way, too much. We're going to be talking about we'll talk... the shocking state of referees. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about the results, but um... the Coventry game more so. I was kind yeah. of happy with that. Let's go, let's put put the jingle in. Just come a bit. Yeah, we'll get into the blues stuff uh, just after this. So let's get straight into it then. The blue yeah. section of the show. Um, a tough old week. Before um, we go into the games, yeah. let's do the EFL stuff. Let's get out of the way. Okay. Um, it's shocking, really. Um, I can't. I don't think anyone can disagree with that. Even from outside, Hull have to admit that it was the first goal. It shouldn't have counted. Mm. There's no way you can argue that it should have. Bowie has come out since, and while he, he did criticise the referees, correctly so, also he criticised the players for not playing to the whistle. Yeah. The schoolboy stuff, that. Yeah, yeah. You don't just expect that it's going to be, you know, that a decision is going to be given, and we can't anymore, because the quality and standard of the refereeing is is awful mm. at times. I don't think, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm a referee. Right? I referee under 18s games on a weekly basis, and I miss things, right? But I am a 21-year-old kid 
who's done one refereeing course to get his qualifications. These referees, it's their career. This is what they do, right? Do they... So, listen, the championship, we're not expecting it, but teams do, in FA Cup games against Premier League teams, have VAR, mm. right? The EFL aren't as flush with cash as the Premier League is, but is that the kind of thing they should be looking at investing in? Mm. Maybe. Because the referees clearly need help. Yeah. Right. I don't want to go all Charlie Austin and uh, uh, they need <laughs> help. No, give it to him. Clearly, they need help. Give, give him all that. We play in the Premier League, the best. We play in the Championship, the best most league exciting in the world. league in the world. Uh, and it goes. It was like Park Life or something yeah, in the background. That's pretty. That's fun. brilliant. That, yeah. um, anyway, uh, and then again, again in, against Coventry, two days later mm. or three days later, whatever. Saturday to Tuesday. Um, right, uh, Ryan McGree, Ryan Woods. With a professional foul, right? He, he knew he was going to get a yellow card for that, right? And everyone knew he was going to get a yellow card because it was a yellow card foul. There's cover. It's at the halfway line. Uh, and he, what I'd say is that's a really good foul to make. Mm. You know, It's late in the game. Mm-hmm. He's through, he, he, you know, he's, he's gone past you in the middle of the park. If you bring him down there, you, you, they can't really put too much of a dangerous ball in. It would have to yep. be a hell of a ball yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to really be any any issue from mm-hmm. that kind of distance. Mm-hmm. And everyone agreed that that was a yellow card, except for the man that mattered, the referee, who whipped out his red card and uh, and gave Ryan Woods his marching orders. What were your thoughts on that? I've done a lot of talking in this blue section so far. What are your thoughts on this red card? Well, I'd, I'd echo those sentiments. I think um, watching it live... My instinct was great foul. Take the yellow for the team. Um, you know we're we're looking at taking a very very good point here. We've got to just get through these final ten minutes. But then to have a decision like that go against you uh, just makes things very makes passes more difficult. Um, it's I, I, I I've watched it back numerous from numerous different angles. Um, I just can't I can't understand why the ref thought it was a red card. It. It's not violent. It's not violent conduct. He's not really. De- he's, he's tripped him deliberately, um, yeah. but it's it's a tap on on the guy's foot uh, at full when they're running at full pelt, and that's enough to take him down at full pelt. Of course, it is. It's a yellow card. It's not endangering the other player in any no. way. Um, he didn't go with his studs up, mm, right? Mm. He didn't. He didn't like kick it. It wasn't a high foul. It was on the back of his heel. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, if if you're going to get fouled, that's where you want to get fouled because mm. that's where the danger isn't. Mm. You know. It's... And I, I always think with these things, it's really interesting um, to look at the reactions of the players as well. Like if, if, if there's a bad challenge yeah. um, that isn't immediately obvious, like to, to when you're watching it, but the players all sort of crowd around, and all of a sudden there's there's a bit of um, bit, there's a bit reaction. Kerfuffle. Yeah, you think okay, something's clearly happened there that I've missed here. There wasn't. They're all sort of get, even the commentary players were just wondering as if they were getting ready to to, to take the free kick. They um, didn't even appeal to the referee no, no. at all. They weren't going to no. the referee. There was nothing. Uh, I think I think maybe the atmosphere at the CBS influenced his decision slightly because mm. um, uh, there wasn't much of a reaction from the fans. But uh, as much as I hate them, I have to admit they were they were making good noise. Yeah. Um, while I was because this game was actually the title game on on Sky Sports. They wanted to show off our dreadful new kit. Oh, it's, okay. Let's go into the kit. Then it's it's uh, what they. Uh, <laughs> I don't what think. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's it's awful. It, the, it's the combination of colours, isn't it? For me, they've, they've, don't get me wrong. I quite like the socks and the shorts, the bright orange. Yep. 
similar to the sort of top you're wearing at the moment, actually. Yes, it is. I'm wearing um, but the, Maybe I should give this. But, it's made of my Nike as well. Well, that should that should just be the top. It should just be orange. It should just be orange. Yeah, basically the goalkeeper kit. But yeah, but they're having this weird camo pattern. It's the combination of colours, isn't it? Really, it's the same pattern that's on the that is yeah. the home kit, right? Yeah. The yeah. home kit is like two shades of blue. Yeah, which yeah. which we have both agreed. One of our one of it's our really nice. one of our favourite home kits for a while. It's nice. I think. It's really nice. Um, but this, the colours just don't go. I mean, you could have chose like a different like if it was black and orange, that would that would be like a, that would be a clean kit. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a really nice kit. Mm. But the that kind of foliage green, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't help that we're looking at it on the picture of Ryan Woods. He's got a different shade of orange on his head. That probably doesn't help. <laughs> the ginger pillow. <laughs> um, Anyway, so this is this isn't going to be a massively long blue section. We, to be honest, is it? Um, the games against Hull. Let's not even get into the game against Hull. We were poor. Mm. We deserved to lose. We were going to complain about the the decision for the first goal. Of course, we are. Mm. Gary Gardner's got himself suspended for four mm. games. That's now so three games from now. The second red card this season. And it's but but look, look, so we've got two central midfielders out now. Mm-hmm. So who's going to play in midfield? Who is actually going to play there now? Sunjic. So we've got two central midfielders suspended for three games. Yeah. So what? We're going to have a midfield two of just Sunjic and McGree. Uh, it's it's a real headache, isn't it? Um, what other players do we actually have that, can, that, that, that are going to cover there? Gary Gardner, Ryan Woods. Uh, we shouldn't have released Adam Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> we released Adam Clayton bloody a, a month early. <laughs> if we waited, we. Uh, it's, it's, a diff- just, it's a really, really difficult one, isn't it? Um, maybe do we need to go to a change of system? Maybe. I think I think that is probably the case. Maybe maybe like a back four. Could, I mean, are there any of the centre backs that can maybe play in midfield? Mm. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Pedersen. This is this is me like this, this is like scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah, at this point. Yeah. Um, if we went to a flat back four, a mid maybe if we, if we just went back to like a four four two, right? Sanderson right back. Mm. Because we, we're struggling for right backs, mm-hmm. um, especially because Marcel Oakley also came off injured. Um, he he came back on, but he did he, after picking up an injury and came off. We don't know if there's any um, if if it's like going to be a, a going to be an injury absence. Another mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. left back. You know, Pedersen at left back, uh, flat back four. Pedersen's still mm-hmm. injured though, isn't he? Yeah, but uh, George George he's injured as well. Uh, Castillo. Castillo, you know, he he came on and he was okay. He looked okay actually against Coventry. It's um, it's a nightmare, isn't it? it is, so many it injuries, is. and 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 it's a really good point to make. And I saw some discussion on Twitter around this that um, Bowyer's injury record at Charlton was 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 worrying as well. They had quite an injury list while he was a manager, the most manager there. So. Is it something to do with the way that he has the players train? We're going to play um, Shucks and Eke at right back. <laughs> the way things are going, he's going to have to just stick him in there. I, Shucks and Eke is my home screen for anyone who doesn't. I really don't understand why, but he is. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's your home screen, it's your decision, but uh, it's just questionable, isn't it? Um, it's There are one or two concerns, I think, about the way that the players are clearly being uh, asked to prepare for games, the way they're training. It, the injuries are a concern. Um and you know we've got obviously Chong's gone. McGree will be le- well. Looks like he's going to be leaving in January unless we can get something over, over the line there. It's a very very difficult time uh, to to navigate. I my hope is that we'll have some of these players back and ready for the, that Christmas period when you, the games come thick and fast. So in a few more weeks, uh, hopefully Friend will be back because he offers. Uh, George Friend has been really important since he came back in and really sort of shoring up that that back three or back four. Um, He's he's he will be a vital. Player. How long before players like Job Bellingham start getting 
real opportunity. He was on the bench. He was. Um, against Coventry. Uh, Jordan James came on. He seems to be oh, really like well... Because he, he was the announcement player for the third kit mm. as well. Like He was the one that was in the photo shoot. Him and Troy Deeney. Yeah. Um, and Dion Sanderson. And Sanderson. Um, I, I, think, I think maybe he's going to play quite a big role coming up. Um, what, what we have Jordan seen of James, him... Yeah. What we yeah what we have seen of him has been on the right. Mm. Wouldn't be surprised if he ends up going in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. Really, because um, that's the best thing about young players. You can play them anywhere, really. And they, <laughs> yeah. they they just want, they just want to try and try and stay in the in the team. Levels. So you can put them. Well, mate, screw it. We'll chuck him in goal if Sarkic gets injured. We're out of subs. Who knows? Um, he, he he'll. I think he will be quite important. Mm-hmm. And I think I think wouldn't be surprised to see Job uh, get his debut. In the coming games, even at the weekend against uh, Blackpool, it's possible. Yeah, we're playing Blackpool next. Should we preview <laughs> that quickly? Well, I just wanted to, to round out this section discussing what's happened over the last week with a couple of positives. Obviously, a great result that commentary to, to get to get a, that is a good result. To get a point there is really good, and we have to say uh, a ninth clean sheet of the season for Sarkic. Which okay, you're put, you're making that sound like a good thing, but we've got nine clean sheets, and where are we in the table? Where are <laughs> Don't we? Don't be so negative. Where are we? Seventeen. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's good. It's disgusting. It's, it's good in a in a way. It's really good it? for the defense, right? Having nine clean sheets with the likes of Harley Dean in front of you. Mm. I love Harley Dean, but he's he's error prone and he's shown that even against Coventry, actually, he did make an error. The Sarkic kind of bailed him out. Mm. Um, Sarkic, by the way, I know we said we said it a lot, and he he he'll, when we do stars and sinkers, he's my star. Uh, that's it. Um, I, I think I might nick now. You're going to make him your star as well. Thanks for that, mate. It's all right. Um, <laughs> um, I think to do that a lot. Really, it's because it's pretty obvious when like grim results uh, like this. You see, you just pick out a player and it's like, yeah, choose him. Grim know. results. Well, they they're kind of grim. My my star is Ryan Woods for that challenge. Fantastic tackle. Yeah, and, and his challenge was good as well. And you start from the. Uh... <laughs> My star from the, the whole star game. from the whole game is that Gary Gardner, mate. Uh, it's the Lino, <laughs> the Lino, <laughs> for that wonderful decision. Um, and <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, my star is Sarkic from the Coventry game. My stinker. I I'm not going. I'm actually not going to give it round words because that wasn't a red card. I'm going to give my stinker to. Scott Hogan mm. for not taking that chance that he should yeah. have. You should have done a bit better there. He tried to sort of almost like lift. It's one of those where when the ball's looping over like that, you've got to just try to keep it down, I think, and on target and not try to like loop. It's a much more difficult thing to like loop it. Uh, Let's have a look at our bench quickly from the game. What midfielders could like could actually come in realistically? Absolutely none. It I, it doesn't really bear thinking about, does it? Uh, I think for my it's a difficult one to, to pick out a stinker because I you know it's it was a good result the, the commentary result and against a very 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 difficult circumstances as well. Dean because um, he didn't get a yellow card. That is something. That is definitely something. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to give it McGree. I like McGree and yeah, it'll yeah, be gone soon. So we, won't be able we to love give. you, McGree. Uh, stay with us forever. <laughs> no, I need to pick a stinker, don't I? Yeah. I can't. I can't pick one. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna make, like pick like a sub, like a late sub then. We'll say that... Juki. Uh, don't, yeah, don't give it Juki. No, Juki. We love Juki. Juki. Don't give it Juki. He didn't even do anything when he came on. He ran around a, a bit. Do you want, okay. I'm he's gonna, he's, I'm he's, gonna, he's, he's got, got a bit part of the side now. Juki's been faced out, I'm telling you. Do you want me to, do you want me to expose you Go on to then. the Blues fans? Go on then, expose me. So yesterday at the gig, uh, on the way to the gig... We this, was, this was after a couple of beers though. I don't care, you said it. 
this was before the vod- the blue vodka, so you, no excuses. Um, he said that Djokovic needs to leave Birmingham City. I think he disgusting behaviour. I don't want. I wouldn't. Don't want him, want him to go. He's clearly that's, a, what, he's, a, that's what he made it sound he's like. Clearly, a, been a fantastic servant of the club and is still a fantastic servant. But I think now we're starting to see a slightly different system that's being played. Deeney can do what Duke does. Um, Dean is also two years older. No, but he's he's better. Um, Duke, I think, is a, a, a part in his career where if he's not starting games, you know, it's just a shame for for, for a man that is as, as talented as he is at, at being a target man and being being that big nuisance. It, I just there is a few question marks for me as to whether Duke needs to consider a move. I might have said it in, in much plainer, less polite terms. <laughs> you did, night. you did say it like that. Anyway, um, anyway um, I just wanted to, to. It's an interesting topic for debate. It is. And, uh, I mean, being that we're a podcast. The thing is that Ch- Chucks isn't good enough to be back up anyway. I don't think so. I think Chucks if, if, is. Wants, if Duke wants to stay on the bench for most of the season, Chucks, that's fine. Chucks is is the second coming of Jesus, mate. He's unbelievable. The best thing uh, he did was in, in pre-season, in pre-season game, he absolutely bodied, I can't remember who we were playing, but he absolutely bodied one of their players to get the ball off him, and it was, <laughs> the referee didn't blow his whistle. That's the best thing he's done, he just absolutely smashed someone. Oh, wasn't that going. against some like, League 2 team? Yeah, yeah. 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 It would have been some... I think it was against, um, I think it was against uh, uh, Cambridge United, or something like that. I don't know, but it's... Anyway, anyway, um, so that's the blue section pretty much done, really, to be honest. Um, 17th in the table, 23 yeah. points, and our next game is against Blackpool. We're going to lose. That is going to be interesting. <laughs> We're going to lose. We're going to lose. Uh, sorry to all the Blues fans that are listening. We're Blues fans as well, but we, we, we quite like Blackpool this season. I'm wearing an orange top right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have thought about that. Um, yeah, Blackpool are, are going to... I reckon Blackpool are going to beat us like quite comfortably. You reckon? I think it's going to be three 0 Blackpool. I think it'll be a really boring nil nil. You love a draw, don't you? It'll be a really boring nil nil. Are there any other like big games at the weekend that we can that we should talk about? Uh, well, there's a few. I mean, West, West Brom, West Forest. Brom Forest on the Friday night. Friday night. That's what, that's tomorrow, isn't it? That is tomorrow night. Yeah, Jesus. Probably try and get this out before tomorrow. Bournemouth night. Coventry. Oh my God, that's going to be good. That actually, will be a good game. Uh, Bournemouth will win seven <laughs> nil. We shall see. They both had a bit of a wobble in midweek, drawing their games. Um, Peterborough Barnsley is an interesting one in terms of the relegation. Oh, we didn't even so look. We didn't even think about it. I just, the table. Only just um, noticed that. I think uh, Barnsley will win. Barnsley will win one 0 That would make things very interesting. Peterborough on fifteen points in twenty second. Barnsley on eleven points in twenty third. That could have. That's that's a big game. Though. I think Barnsley will win. I think Barnsley will win. Barnsley get the win. They'll close the gap. This is interesting. Who are Reading playing? They're away at Swansea. Interesting. That's a difficult game as well. That Swansea have picked up now. As so well. I think there's quite quite. Oh, actually, down the bottom of the table, there's some interesting. And Reading Stoke Blackburn. In there. Stoke, Stoke Blackburn. That's big. That's six. That's versus six versus seventh. Bloody hell! There's we loads of big games. We should, have, we should have maybe done this section. Of we, should have, we should have looked at these pictures before we probably, recorded. Probably. Shit. Um, <laughs> no, I've got to bleed that out. Uh, sorry, sorry. Bloody hell, mate! You make it work for me. Here. I'm trying to get this out by tomorrow night. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm about to just edit that whole bit out. No, just, just, just edit, edit you out. Put a bleep sound over. It's not easy. Is it not very good at this? No, you'll be fine. Actually, I've got to get better. I'm, I'm starting to host other podcasts now. Aren't I? Ooh. Ooh, look at me. None of you all want to listen to that one anyway. Sheffield United versus Bristol City is on the game, Sunday, and then Monday you've got Derby versus QPR. Why is it so early on the Sunday if there's only one game? 
What's it? Oh, is that for TV? It must be Premier League stuff yeah, going on yeah, in the yeah, afternoon, yeah, presumably. Yeah. But yeah, some big features coming up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go the nil-nil draw between Birmingham and Blackpool. Are you saying Blackpool 3-0? Blackpool to win 3-0. 3-0? Jeez. That's me being conservative. I want to say 4-5. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we've got anything <laughs> else that we need to discuss? We should probably plug the social medias. Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. Uh, follow us on at, Instagram and Twitter, um, at Royal Blue Royal Pod. Pod. So and then there's also the email address. Royalbluepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, please do drop us uh, an email. Any cool opinions or thoughts you've got on any of the games... Uh, Anything football related, really. We'll have just to talk to us, please. Someone talk to us. Just, just <laughs> screaming into the void here. <laughs> Somebody is anybody out there? Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else for us really to discuss. Uh, no, we'll be back with an episode once the Blackpool game has been and gone. No. Um, hopefully, we'll have positive news, but I don't we'll think probably, we'll, is massively gone. But no, we'll probably end up recording that on Sunday, I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So after we'll, we'll try and save it till after the Sheffield United Bristol City. Mm. Game, so we yeah. can kind of cover that one a little bit. Don't don't be surprised if we're recording it during the game, because uh, that's actually quite fun. I've done we've done that before. We mm. didn't like say we were doing it, but we had a championship game on while recording. Like, I had it on my iPad while I was recording on my laptop. Mm. Um, anyway, but uh, yeah, with that, uh, anything else to say? Uh, the only thing for me is keep right on, keep right on.